Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Talking some Husker football here on the block. Austin Norman and Eric Strickland with you. Strick, the news from yesterday was two players were not listed on the Nebraska roster. One of them was Hunter Anthony. Uh, he transferred in from Oklahoma State before last season. I believe he started one game, appeared in a few. Uh, that That's one. He would have been in his sixth year this year. I don't know if he's transferring somewhere else. This was done with football. But maybe the more notable loss was Alante Brown who's been on campus for a few years now, had his best season in terms of statistics last year for Nebraska. And apparently he didn't come back, uh, didn't sign up for classes in January, and we're we're just catching on to that. What do you make of those two departures from the Nebraska football roster? Well, uh, there was a sense that um, Alante Brown had some frustration a little bit with, um, you know, the, the previous staff. And uh, thought that maybe there would have been a, a little bit more. He was third in receiving, um, you know, prior to his departure. Uh, I, I don't think anyone knows the full details as to why and, and why he made the decision to move on. Uh, so what that leaves, that leaves Marcus Washington as the, you know, the top receiver uh, on the return with 31 catches, 471 yards. Um, but that's going to be something that's interesting to keep an eye on. That's my microwave. Um, <laughs> What's cooking? That's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, just some coffee. Ah. That's going to that's going to be something to kind of keep an eye on. I mean, this roster is loaded right now. I mean, they they they're already still up at a hundred something scholarship players. Uh, they still got to break down and 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 kind of cut that number down. So the spring game is going to be an important thing to keep your eyes on. Uh, coming into that. And then along that same line is uh, Hunter Anthony. Obviously, uh, Hunter, Hunter Anthony did get some time. He got some reps. I think he, uh, you know, participated in a good majority of the games this year, uh, both on the special teams as well as, um, you know, he did start at the Purdue game. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's 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 kind of weird for that situation. Um, maybe they got some word or got some conversations that they didn't like. Uh, the competition is definitely going to ratchet and ramp up. There's a lot of receivers in that room. And so keep your eyes on it, and maybe he just felt that uh, that competition, he didn't want that smoke, and decided to go and maybe either look elsewhere or just got tired of football. For sure, could be. Uh, as we look forward to spring camp then, there are questions all over the roster. There's only a couple positions I think we feel good about, but who's the, the first guy that you think of when you think of spring camp that has to have you know a good showing when those practices start? Well... I hate I hate to say that, um, but l- let me just say this then, and, and, and I'm not going to speak out for in, any individual player. I'm going to say the offensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the offensive line needs to have a good showing. Whoever that is to step up in those in those forms, I think the defensive line also has to have that. Now, if I'm going to talk about individual players, there's some that I would like to see. I, I think that would be important to have some uh, some grasping of the offensive concepts, what the OC wants to do. Uh, how they want to, uh, you know, run things, move things, want to uh, work on just uh, tightening up areas uh, of, of their their passing in the way that they, um, you know, either finish throws, make throws, uh, consistency with their throws. And that's Jeff Sims. You definitely want to see that because you just don't know what the situation is going to be with Casey Thompson, how he's going to return, what it's going to look like on his return. 
so that's something you want to see definitely in the spring is him to have a successful um, run at it, being that that's the guy that they they wanted. Absolutely. I'll stick on the offense for the first guy that comes to mind for me, and that's Anthony Grant. Started off last season really strong. Uh Looked like you know the future, running back the future for the next couple of years for Nebraska. And I think he still is, but you could tell he slowed down a little bit in the Big Ten. I'm sure some of that is dependent, you know, on the offensive line, on the scheme, and on the offensive coordinator. They're trying to actually get him the ball, get him into that rhythm that running backs talk about that they like to get in. But you remember the, those jump cuts that you saw against Georgia Southern, against North Dakota? He was able to spin out of some tackles, get to the edge. He wasn't quite able to do that. Uh, quite as much in Big Ten, which, again, to some degree makes some sense because the athletes are bigger, faster, stronger in the Big Ten. The schemes are probably a little bit better. But at the same time, Anthony Grant, to me, is a guy that has to have a big spring because as an upperclassman and as a returner from last season, strict to me, Anthony Grant has to set the tone in spring and make Marcus Satterfield give him the ball. Be so good that Marcus Satterfield doesn't have any excuse, you know, to to be more pass heavy or to go away from Anthony Grant. I mean, not that Anthony Grant was bad last year, but there wasn't anything he did consistently that, you know, forced Mark Whipple's hand. Like we have to give this guy the ball more consistently. That's why I want to see a big spring out of Anthony Grant to say, "Hey, I'm here. I can be the offensive focus this season." Think you're muted. Yeah, yeah, it was tough on him being at the lineman. It just they weren't able to open up any type of holes that would give him an opportunity. So he got frustrated. He tried to jump cut. He tried to bounce, uh, bounce outside. He was just trying to find any way to find some some room to move around up there in the middle, and and it just didn't work for him. So that's why I think the importance of the line. I also uh, think that's something I'd like to see. You know, knowing that we don't know what the situation is going to be with Thomas Fedone, um, I would like to see Eric Gilbert. Uh, you know, like coming off of his situation, coming, you know, getting back into his head and middle, middle space. But the other one I would like to see and hopefully uh, have some sex success being that Marcus Washington, uh, I think he could be the, the uh, a tremendous impact on the wide receiver position. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how uh, Xavier Betts, what type of those two in their middle spaces, how they're able to come and approach uh, spring ball and, and and if they're ready, if they're in shape, if their minds are right uh, to be able to do it right because losing a vocal act and, and just some solid play as well as um, uh, Benning, um, oh, um, um, Chester, Bru- I mean, Bruin- Bruinton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Losing those two, you know, hopefully we'll be able to find, uh, you know, some somebody to kind of fill in that spot and, and, and get back to having strong tight end play. Absolutely. You mentioned uh, Gilbert and Fedoni. What about the young guys, James Carney, A.J. Rollins? You know, there's a lot yeah. of names, a lot of bodies in that room. Nate, Nate Borkacher played last year. Someone's got to step up to that tight end position, find a way, whether it's... Yeah, I don't care who it is, but <laughs> I, yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Right. Either, you know, as a blocker, so you, you get a little bit of that versatility where you can, you know, at least make people think you're throwing, but get that extra run blocker in there. Or as a matchup nightmare, I mean, Eric Gilbert, if you look at his size, hard for a linebacker to cover, hard for a defensive back to cover for different reasons. Thomas Fedoni thought of the same way. A.J. Rollins seems like he has some of that athleticism as well. You know, will he be able to, to step forward onto the scene? We'll have to see. The other position that I really have my eye on, Strick, is the linebacking core. We know how good 
Nick Henrich and Luke Reimer can be when they're healthy. Both of those guys, you know, can fly to the ball. The issue is their availability. And we saw by the end of last season uh, that Hausman and Maga Clements really had to step up behind them. So, Strick, I'm looking out for that middle linebacker's position specifically. We know Nebraska needs more from the edges, but you can't just rely on Reimer and Henrich to stay healthy all season because they haven't been able to do it yet. So figuring out who those next linebackers up behind them are, that to me is going to be huge for this team. Hey, listen, I'm not going to, you know, question that. You're absolutely right. Who's going to step forward and be that? But I I have my eye on somebody out of Texas, man. Uh, Preswell uh, um, Uman Mielin. (laughs) Uman Mielin. Um, You know, He's got two brothers, uh, and they all have a name Prince in it, <laughs> so to speak. But uh, I, I'm 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 anxious to see because we really struggled at the edge position. Obviously, um, you know all the losses there. Everybody kind of departing there. Not really anybody that uh, we have to look to at that position. But I'm, I'm I'm looking for somebody to make an impact. And this young man, they say, is 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 solid. The fact that he's already on campus, he enrolled in February. Uh, he's getting a head start on the game. He's getting already into the weight room. Um, you know, I love just the uh, the young man getting himself prepared for what's going to come up for him. If we can get a young player uh, on that edge position to just really make an impact, I would be quite excited. I don't care who it is, but I'm really looking to see how he does in spring. Absolutely. Whether it is, you know, help stopping the run or hopefully pass rush and actually creating some havoc, some turnovers. That edge position does need to step up because you lose your two starters there from last year, maybe even your your three starters, depending on how you view O'Shawn Mathis and his role, how he was used. But with Mathis gone, Nelson gone, Tanner gone, we know some names in that edge position, but we don't necessarily know how they're going to be used. But regardless, you need someone to set that edge. The two positions, Strick, that I feel pretty good about heading into spring for Nebraska are the defensive backs and the running backs. We talked about Anthony Grant. We hope A.J. Allen comes back healthy uh, sooner than later to get his legs back under him. Um, But even if you go down to Ramir Johnson, who had a good game against Iowa, he's been there, done that in the Big Ten before. A host of young guys in that room. And then in the defensive backfield, Quentin Newsom back. Miles Farmer back. Um, you hope that Buford returns healthy again sooner than later. Malcolm Hartzog definitely made some plays for Nebraska. And then the combination of Gifford and Javin Wright at the nickel. So I think the backfields are pretty well set for Nebraska. Yeah, I would have to agree with you on that. And 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 so for me, it, it goes back to just uh, what you know what the, what the three three five is going to do. So therefore, that's where I look interior. I'm looking on the interior to see who's going to step up in there. I don't care if it's 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 the polar bear. Uh, <laughs> I don't care who it is on that interior defense. I'm looking for someone to also make a uh, make a make an impact. Now, I'm also going to keep my eyes on MJ Sherman. He's somebody mm-hmm. that I really want to see because he's probably the most ready. I, I think he's a great fit for the for Tony White's three three five. I'm excited to see about that. Being that there's such an open on the receiving core, um, listen, a guy that has done it at a high level in the ACC is Billy Kemp. Now, I don't know, uh, you know how he's going to fare on the outside. I think that he's had some capabilities on the outside, but I really would like to see how he performs in the slot uh, for the Huskers. 
And, uh, you know, so there's there's some guys out there, man, that I want to really um, uh, have my eye on. But again, another one is definitely on that interior. I want to see Elijah Judy step up. Somebody mm-hmm. somebody who can just 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 make an impact in Dominican Sioux style. Not that one, that much. That's that's probably going over. <laughs> that's a high bar. Somebody, We'd love it if we can get it. Though. That's a high mark. But if we can get it, boy, oh, boy, that Husker defense will be phenomenal. Which guy do you think? can play a bigger role this year for Nebraska and which guy needs to play a bigger role for Nebraska, MJ Sherman or Eric Gilbert? Um, I, I, I think MJ Sherman. Mm. I think MJ Sherman. I think Eric Gilbert, because he's a great, he's, he's, he's been good. They, you know, the word out on him, he's good in blocking too. So he's got not only a big body, he's good at blocking. Um, he's got good feet and speed in there that can, can do some things in the past game. I don't know you know, how for sure his hands are. I'd like to keep my eyes on that a little bit more, but definitely um, he has some, some, some potential. Now it's just the need as to why I think MJ Sherman being that you've got a new defensive scheme that's coming out, who's going to step up and be that Levante David type, you know, somebody like that, 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 uh, that a uh, trail Farley type. I'm, I'm looking for some of that, one of them type of guys, you know, and, I would like to see if maybe somebody could step into that nickel. I, I like Gifford, I like them, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for like a Jamel Williams type. I'm looking for like a Toby mm. Wright type. You know, somebody in there that can can really, uh, uh, even a Mike Mentor type. I mean, you could throw a Mike Mentor type into that nickel spot. I'm looking for somebody like that, Tony Velen type. Who's gonna be that guy? Um, those are some of the things I'm gonna be watching for. Absolutely. We'll step aside here. Uh, let's Trick go get his coffee. Uh, so the text line can quit yelling at us. But when we come back, we're playing the shootout. We got the NET rankings in men's college basketball. How's those look right now? Call now, 402-464-5685. Your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. We'll play the shootout after this. <laughs> 